Leviticus 15 podcast, where you'll receive Bible study tools and tips in just 15 minutes. Hey there, this is Katie Orr with the Focus 15 podcast. I'm here also with my husband, Chris Orr. That's right. And we are excited to kick off season two of this podcast. This is episode one. And in each of our episodes during this season, we're going to answer different questions about Bible study. So what's the question we have on tap for today? So today is how do I maintain consistency in my Bible study? So is that something you think that people like actually struggle with? Or is that only for like the bad Christians that can't get it together? <laughs> uh, I think it's everybody, but... Um... Uh, there might be some that, that are, I think there are some people that are certainly more disciplined than others naturally. So there may be some that over time have developed a good groove in consistency with their Bible. But I know in my own life that after years of just starting to figure out how to get into the Bible and what that might look like, then it was like something would come in and just wreck it all. Like having a baby or getting married or... Oh, gosh. (laughs) Again, I'm the bad guy. You're not the bad guy. Um, But I, I think that even if you are one that tends to be more disciplined than others, there are still life changes that happen that kind of pull the rug out from under you and you feel like you're starting from square one. So, yes, I think this is... Something that a lot of people struggle with is consistency in their Bible. Yeah, and of course, Katie's speaking from the perspective of the disciplined one, whereas I'm speaking from the perspective of the undisciplined one. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, too, will struggle uh, anytime there's a, there's a change in the schedule. Uh, mine's not necessarily having a baby. Uh, but, uh, but like you go out of town, you know, routine changes your, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just different things come up and you, and you have a hard time maintaining consistency. And honestly, um, that's something that doesn't go away, uh, mm-hmm. in seminary it doesn't go away when, uh, a church calls you to be their pastor. Um, that's something that I still struggle with today. And I know Katie is a, uh, is a, an author of Bible studies. That's still something that both of us, uh, struggle with. And so if you're struggling today, um, our hope is that you walk away with this uh, from this episode with a sense of okay, I'm not the worst Christian in the world. Um, <laughs> there are people who are who are walking in my shoes, and the uh, I think the issue anytime we're talking about anything with our Christian life and our own spiritual maturity, uh, the issue is not if we struggle with something. The issue is not if we are, are having a difficult time uh, getting with the program. The 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 main red flag is when we stop moving, mm-hmm. is when we stop trying to overcome that. So if that's you today and you say, you know what, I haven't been consistent, but but I want to be more consistent, then uh, keep on listening because I think we've got some good, uh, some good content for you today. And so uh, one of the things that I think is very helpful, and uh, this is something that I believe was um, developed by Katie, and I don't think I'd ever heard anybody say it before, but it's the concept of triggers. And so Katie, what do you... When you talk about uh, finding a trigger, what does that mean, and, uh, and and how does that connect with Bible study? Well, the, the idea of a trigger is that when something happens, then I read my Bible. So when I get up and have my cup of coffee, then I read my Bible. Or when I go on my lunch break, then I read my Bible. Um 
this uh, the first time I, I that I found success with this, and it it was in college actually, and I was growing tremendously. I mean, I had gone from a background of knowing a lot about the Bible, but never studying it for myself. And I went started to study the Bible, and I would open it, and I would have no idea what I was reading. It was very frustrating. Then I went off to college and got involved in Campus Crusade for Christ, and they started teaching me study tools so that I could study the Bible. And so I was so excited that I finally not just had the desire to study the Bible, but I also had a few tools how to study the Bible. But then it was the next struggle was how do I make it a habit? And um, I'm a bit of a nerd. I have nerdy tendencies. Agreed. I loved college. I loved school. I loved studying. I loved my major. And you could often find me in the library for two hours at minimum, sometimes all day. If there was something to study, I was there. So it it just dawned on me one day, you know what? I feel like I don't have any time, even though, side note, I was a college student. And now I look back and I think I had the most time ever in my whole entire life. (laughs) But I still felt like I didn't have enough time to do all the things I want. But I realized, you know what? Just about every day I study sometimes even on Saturdays. So every day I study, why not bring my Bible with me in my backpack and before I pull out my science book, I pull out my Bible and read it for five minutes or study for 20 or do whatever kind of I felt like for that day. And often I would just, it would just be a sweet, sweet time in the Bible and then I'd put it away and I would then go on for my study marathon. And that was a very, very fruitful time. And it started this idea of, trigger because the struggle for me as a college student wasn't necessarily time it was the habit and trying to get into a rhythm and a routine of it and because my sometimes I got up at eight o'clock to go to class and sometimes I slept until noon (laughs) there wasn't a great you couldn't put it into a every day at eight o'clock I'm going to sit down and read my bible and I think that whether you're a college student or a young mom or a career woman or a pastor, I don't know, fill in the blank with some men analogies here, Chris. Uh, well, I mean, whether you have a, a lot of control over your schedule or whether you have very little control yeah. over your schedule. I mean, some people have uh, careers and jobs where uh, they know exactly when they go in every day. They know exactly when they go out every day. But some sometimes you, you have uh, much more flexibility, and that flexibility um, is uh, – appreciated by people like me like i i appreciate the flexibility that i have in uh in work hours um not everybody's that way and so when you have flexibility all, all, a lot of times you you will also struggle with that inconsistent calendar or you know you might be in a situation where um where like i said you don't have control over your schedule somebody might uh, call you and say, "Hey, you got to come into work uh, four hours early today," mm-hmm. and uh, and of course that would mess up your 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 daily routine. And, and so I think the bottom line is, no matter what your disposition is, no matter what you uh, naturally gravitate towards, whether it's more discipline or less discipline, uh, this issue is not related to a certain personality type. It's not it's not confined to uh, just a, a certain level of spiritual maturity. I think it's something that that everybody struggles with. Um, so getting back to the triggers, uh, one of the biggest benefits to, to doing that trigger is, okay, so you're not going to get up every day at the same time, or, or, or maybe you do, but, but you may not have the exact same time every single day uh, to, to, to find a window. 
but there are certain things that you will do every day. So Katie mm-hmm. has already mentioned things like eating lunch. Um, that's something that I'm almost a professional at at this point. <laughs> uh, I love lunch. My favorite meal of the day. I like it more than breakfast. I like it more than dinner. <laughs> Lunch is my favorite meal of the day. So it's something that I always do. And there's no spiritual training that needs to take place for me to take to eat lunch every day. Um, and so whether that's at noon, which is my preference, or whether it's earlier or later, uh, there's there's always a time in my day where I eat lunch. Uh, and then for both of us, we both drink coffee. And so there's, there's always, in fact, I got a coffee right here right now. But um, there's always going to be a time in our days uh, where we drink coffee. In fact, if we go through a day and we don't drink coffee, we usually will mention that to one. I haven't, I haven't even had coffee today, you know. Um, and so it's a, it's a it's a part of our routine. And so finding that thing that will uh, that will trigger you into saying, "I found, I know I'm going to do this," and I found a way to use my routine. To, to, to trigger that uh, that quiet time or that, that daily devotion moment rather than pinning it to a certain part of the day, mm-hmm. um, which we may or may not ever get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you've got to, you, you may not find your trigger right away. You may try it, you know, first thing in the morning, right after I take my shower or something. Because, you know, most, I don't know, some young moms, you may feel like, nope, don't shower every day, you know. So whatever it is that you do every day, maybe at night it's you, you know, get ready for bed and brush your teeth. Hopefully you're brushing your teeth every day. So if you put that with that, you may feel, you may find, you know what, this is not working because I tend to have a lot of distractions at that time because i got to get kids out the door or I've got to, Make sure I have all my ducks in a row for work or, or whatever it is. So just be flexible and keep trying. And sooner or later, you know, you'll find something. Uh, and it's even if you find that trigger, it's still going to take effort. It's still going to take discipline and the choice to say, this is what I want to do. Um, I, I think another thing to think about also, as especially at the beginning when you're developing this consistency, is to not overdo it. To don't set your goal. I'm going to do a Bible study every single day, and it's going to be an hour long, and I'm going to study three chapters of Romans, and then I'm going to journal, and then I'm going to, you know, pray on my knees for 15 minutes. Or, <laughs> you know, don't set yourself up for failure in that way by trying to take on too much too quick. So it could easily be when I drink my coffee tomorrow, I'm going to open my Bible and I'm going to read one psalm, and then I'm going to just jot down some things that I'm thankful for about God. And that that's valuable, even if it's just five minutes. So Katie's big thing was the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought for today, the, the tool that I want to uh, drive people towards, would be uh, experiencing grace in your quiet time. Uh, and what I mean by that is because we know that you have continued listening this far, we know that this is probably an issue that you struggle with or that somebody you know struggles with. And, and so uh, we wouldn't be dealing with this if there weren't times where we missed, if there weren't times where we didn't have that consistency. So how do you deal with the knowledge that you aren't as consistent as even you would like? You haven't lived up to the standard that you have set for yourself. Well, you know, I go back to Genesis 3, uh, so Genesis three is where Adam and Eve have uh, they have sinned, they've rebelled against God, and uh, their first response into uh, after that sin, after that rebellion, was to go and hide from God. Mm. And it was only after God went seeking them 
um, and and, and uh, created um, clothes for them that uh, that they were able to kind of come out. And so uh, the tendency of any time we any time we miss the mark is going to be we want to hide from God. And so the the easiest way to do that from a a uh, Bible study standpoint is oh well I missed yesterday um, I'm going to hide and maybe God won't see me and, and then, therefore that causes you to miss the next day and then all of a sudden you look up and it's been a week or it's been a month um, or in some of your cases it might have been, been a year and there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of shame and rather than dealing with the issue rather than, than trying to get back up on the horse um, I believe that the enemy wants to keep us in that kind of shame you know, hiding in the bushes like Adam and Eve in Genesis 3. Um, and I think it's helpful for us to keep in mind that what was God doing in Genesis 3 when when he um, went to go redeem Adam and Eve? Uh, God was working uh, to, to, to get back into relationship with them. And uh, in the same way, God has done that uh, for us through Christ. Um, mm-hmm. For Adam and Eve, it was the, the, the killing of an animal, the shedding of blood for the the covering of their sins, and uh, we're told time and time again in Scripture that uh, Jesus is the once and final sacrifice. He's the He's that sacrificial lamb who who is slain for our sin, and so God has put to death all of our sin, even the sin of inconsistency, even the sin of not living up to our own standards. And so, how do we how do we deal with with this consistency from a from a uh, just a, a spiritual uh, uh, well-being, uh, our own mental awareness. Um, I think we do that by remembering that God is a God of grace and that mm-hmm. if our faith is in Christ, then all our sins paid for. And so rather than seeing God as the, the God who is um, mad at us because we didn't spend time with Him today or yesterday, uh, looking at Him as um, as a loving Father who who loves to, to spend time with us and who has, uh, has purchased that right for us at the cost of His very own Son, and so rather than looking at him as somebody who's mad at us because we missed, looking at it more from the perspective of, oh, man, I missed out on an opportunity, but I get another opportunity mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, thank you all for listening in, and we will catch you next time for Episode 2 of Season 2. That's right. Find us and rate us on iTunes. Yes. Please. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed these tips, share it with a friend. To learn more about Chris and Katie and the Focused 15 ministry, go to focused15.com. Have a great week.